Welcome to this special JuxCast podcast series about the upcoming Reclosure 2021 conference. We are going to have a brief conversation with our speakers, asking them some questions about their life and job to get to know them a little bit better. Today, I'm very pleased to be joined by Rohit Thadani, who describes himself as a generalist who enjoys solving problems. He's currently working for Barracuda Networks. Rohit is offering a workshop for this year's conference on the subject of an introduction to statistical inference. Rohit, thanks for being here today. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Pleasure. And thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. So we'd like to open with a bit of a breaker, icebreaker question. Uh, my icebreaker question to you, it's the regular question really is, what is your favorite pizza topping? What is my favorite pizza topping? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, jalapenos, I guess. Cool. Okay. Good choice. So move more into the questions for tonight. Uh, how did you get into computing and uh, what excites you about software and technology in general? Hmm. How I got into computing is funny because, uh, so I was, I think I saw my first computer of any kind. I think it was a 286 when I was maybe in the eighth grade and at school, that was the only one available. And I happened to encounter, uh, encounter Prince of Persia on it. The problem was that, you know, it was, you were restricted to like an hour or 30 minutes on the computer. And that game is a permadeath game. At the time, we you know didn't know how to get over all of the levels. So the only way for me to like cross over into the next level was to figure out like how to gain lives by looking at the code, uh, by looking at the code and like changing the binary. And that's how I got into computers. Like that's how I started le- teaching myself you know, assembly and learning, you know, bind the, like really learning assembly for the first time and seeing what these instructions meant. That's, oh, that's how a I great got answer. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> so you got into computing to actually to cheat the system to get more lives. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound very nice, but you know, that was the only way I could get across the game. Otherwise I would die and, you know, start from the beginning and never make it oh fantastic that's a fantastic answer it's great thanks for sharing that with us today and anything that excites you about software and technology the ability to like try things like you can encode it and experiment and you know make all sorts of variations without the fear of like you know it's like the only uh do I say this? Uh, the only uh, resource you put in is time, but you know you can achieve just about anything. Like you know, uh, models of the real world. You know, play music, write a game. You know, it doesn't matter. You can do. It's very flexible. Just about everything. Yep. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Uh, do you have any computer science heroes or heroines that <laughs> you would love to have a lunch or a drink with? Uh, there are too many of them to mention, but you know, I enjoy like, so 
you know distributed computing is what i you know do a lot of right you know putting things in different parts of the system and then trying to make bring them together so you know i heard a talk about you know joe armstrong i think a couple of years back at strange loop he gave this talk and i wish i could have drinks with him <laughs> because you know it's like i he they you know he came from a time where constraints were really large like you know and systems were expected to be like today we have the ability to do redundancy and all of these availability by like just multiplying the number of machines we have right memory core but during you know when he was doing erlang he you know in the switching system he probably didn't have these and had a lot more constraints so and i want to learn erlang you know it's it's on my list of things to do so great well great that's a very good answer yeah joe is obviously a pioneer in that area he's very highly respected i think i would love to have a, a drink or so with him as well to ask him a few questions great okay and what is your favorite software it could be software that you you like to use or maybe you used in the past uh, was it prince of persia maybe it's your still <laughs> your favorite i don't know but no i still play do you have any games. mega Sorry? man i still play a lot of those old games mega man super <laughs> contra you know all of the old nes games on emulators so i do enjoy like emulators uh, the old nes ones uh, but you know lately like i've been trying to get my development environment since i'm doing closure as a you know as a as a real job so i've been twiddling with vi quite a bit you know learning about the new neovim and maybe like you know dabbling with lua a little bit right <laughs> so, so you're using editor, uh... you know you could say vi is also one of my favorite pieces of software right? would that be neovim that you're using yes right yeah yeah that's actually my uh, favorite development environment as well i'm a big new vim uh, fan uh that's what i normally sit in all day so yes i i get you there uh, it's a very very good bit of software always love uh, vim cool now given your experience and your number of years of computing and working with software if there's one thing that you could change about software, it could be like something that you think, oh, why are they doing that? And, you know, something on the web that you don't think is great or how software is developed. You know, if, there's, if you could change one thing, what would that be? Lately, it's been how software is deployed, uh, actually. Um, the reason being like, you know, we've gone into many, many layers of abstraction, right? Like, you know, we have containers. Uh, so you have hypervisor, hypervisors have containers, containers are in like Kubernetes, you know, it's like layers and layers and layers. Yeah, a bit and like I, inception there, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'd like to change that, you know, I, you know, I want to see the nuts and bolts and it's, it's getting to be farther and farther away. Like, even if you declaratively uh, specify infrastructure, uh, you know, there are lots of pieces interacting with each other. And because there are so many layers of abstraction, when things go wrong, it's very hard to figure out why they went wrong. So, yeah. 
if anything like you know if there was an easy way to go you know deep as deep as you want to and then come out and look at a higher level as much as you want to i would like that i you know it's just i enjoy looking at the nuts and bolts like i don't want everything to be abstracted away from me hmm uh, i think there's that old famous axiom that there's nothing in computer science that can't be solved by another layer of abstraction yeah. so yes but Lots it's been taken a little too far like right now like you know like the world of operational software and you know software engineering like the uh, you know the the craft of writing software they are just going farther and farther apart so if there was an easy way to bring them back together like the old days it would be nice you know you make a you compile it you know the instance it's running on you know what you have on that system nobody's deciding you know it's you, you have all of the controls right well that's a very good answer cool so moving on there a little bit uh how did you get involved with closure what's your story behind that i happened to show up uh, you know i <laughs> uh honestly it was the job that brought me closure which i was very lucky to have at the time uh, i just happened to apply to groupon and groupon happened to have this one group that was doing closure to build its experiment platform you know they were trying ab experiments in groupon and they were using closure and i did not know anything about you know last time i'd done any lisp was scheme when i was in college um so that's how i got into closure and i have you know even though professionally i haven't you know been uh coding in closure uh, i you know i stuck to it as a hobby it's always been there you know it's always in the background right right and is there any the, anything in particular about closure that you consider to be your favorite thing about the language uh it's easy it's really easy to read code uh people tend to make their function short uh you know the context is easy to garner it's uh you know there the you don't have to worry so much about state like you can basically summarize a function and say like yep i know it exists that's what it does and i don't care any, about anything else and it's it's really easy to read somebody's code it's easy to do prs in them Uh, and it's it's actually fun. It's fun to read somebody else's code. Absolutely, I think uh, I completely agree with you there. I think um, Clojure definitely encourages a, a style of programming. Which, speaking for myself, I normally have small functions, you know, a few lines long, yep. but many of, which makes it easy to test and easy to reason about. So, yeah, I get you there. Completely get you. Is there any core function in the language that you particularly like? I mean, they're all so useful. <laughs> Honestly, no, I don't have a preference. Uh, lately, like I saw Juxt, that was pretty cool. Comp, you know, all, all of the ones that help you build the higher order functions without, uh, like, I mean, just that they are primitives, and you know, you think you start thinking in composition, you know. It, in in terms of composing rather than individual pieces of functionality which is great correct great fantastic thank you 
So moving on there to some non-software questions. If you could do anything else apart from computer programming or software development, what would that be? I don't know. I, um, to just, I had like one summer where, you know, I worked at a garage rebuilding motorcycles. Maybe I would like to go do that again. Like, you know, put my hands back in the physical world and try, you know, building, <laughs> building, you know, taking up nowadays, everything is really difficult. Like everything is, you know, has some sort of an OBD connector and, you know, connects to a machine to analyze things. You you don't usually go opening stuff, but I'd like that. That's a great answer. And what do you do outside of uh, work, you know, to relax and to unwind? You know, what do you do when you're not writing code? Uh, I play some, I play board games with my son. Uh, you know, I used to play badminton quite a bit, like, you know, uh, near, you know, I would say like semi-professional levels. Uh, so I enjoy doing that. Something that uh, I definitely have no interest in, <laughs> but yeah, badminton, fantastic, semi-professional. Yes. Fantastic. And any book or film that you would recommend to our listeners? Um, re- uh, yeah. Uh, last one I read was Sandworm. I don't know. But it is security for physical infrastructure, which nowadays can be easily attacked. Um, so it, there are some really good stories about, you know, Stuxnet and uh, yeah, the blackout that happened in Ukraine and, you know, how people, NotPetya, all of those, you know, instances are specified. And it's a really good read. Uh, and it's, it's a really well-written story well-researched one so it's called sandworm is that it's right called sandworm from the dune uh you know from the Mythology. dune reference yep yes yes uh, interesting quite a uh, appropriate in this time because you know dune's just come out in the cinema have you managed to watch it no i've not heard very good things about it and i don't want it to spoil oh my opposite, memory uh, of the book I loved the book myself. I read it. I thought it was a fantastic book, but everyone I've spoke to has really enjoyed the movie. So, so I shall watch it. Like I've just, you know, read some reviews that, uh, that seem to say otherwise, you know, and maybe. I think in the end we can only go and watch it ourselves and make our own minds up really. Yes. But it's like, you know, it's, you know, usually, uh, you know, if I see the movie first and read the book, I don't feel so bad. But if I read the book first and then go watch the movie, <laughs> I'm disappointed. It never lives up. It never lives up to how you picture it in your mind, does it? Yes. Cool. Okay, so we're heading towards the end of our interview today. Uh, before we do close, uh, could you perhaps give a brief introduction about your workshop that you're uh, going to do without giving too much away? maybe a 30-second, one-minute overview of what you're going to be talking about. Sure. So, you know, it's like inferential statistics uh, you can actually use. Uh, you can derive inferences of the world, but it does not have to be, you know, just in the domain of, like, data scientists, right? Like, you know, as soon as somebody gives you some big math formula, you're basically lost, right? 
Yeah, my eyes glaze over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so the idea of the workshop is it's going to follow examples in the book. Statistics is easy, and it's going to demonstrate some of the concepts of like fairness and confidence intervals and p-values using you know pure closure. So you. the the way i would summarize it is like you know if you don't know if something is true or false just try it um, you know many 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 times and see how many times you succeed and mm-hmm. if everything being equal and fair like you know you come up you can make your own de- determination of whether you know the assumption you made is true or false correct well i think yeah. everyone uh you know i i suppose a lot of people will be looking forward to that talk and i'm sure i'll i'll try to tune in and and have a look through your workshop as well yes excellent so uh rohit thank you uh, once again for joining us today uh, it's been a real pleasure to speak with you and you know to ask you a few questions to get to know you a little bit better uh, it's been great you know, david all, talking to you yeah we're all looking forward to your talk and uh, you know i'm i'm sure we'll hear and talk with you in the future as well is there I anything else so that you would like to yeah of course is there anything else that you would like to offer before we end for today um i mean like i'd like to thank the organizers for the opportunity to come here and attend these workshops and you know for everyone like organizing this honestly it's just a joy really to uh, you know to hear so many like wonderful people with like some of the some of them are real experts in the field so and i particularly look forward to the sussman talk excellent i'm sure a lot of people out there will be uh, of the same wavelength as you cool okay so i guess with nothing more to say for tonight uh, thank you once again rohit and have a fantastic day You too, David. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.